Let's go, y'all. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Arch Conversations 3.0. My next guest is one of my really good friends and one of the very few mom friends that I have. La Mei <laughs> Thank you for having me on Arch Conversations. Hi, Mei. Hi. Okay, let's give everyone a brief introduction okay. to La Mei um, La Mei used I, wait, to Wait, wait, wait. She won't tell you about accolades, but I want you to. So you must go from... What? 90s? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. From the 90s to now. All yes. right, all right. Mm -hmm. La Mei started out as a model in the 90s. Um, I started modeling uh, when I was in my university days. I was spotted at Zook by Jeanette Algerson from Obviously. Go Magazine. And then I started doing um, part-time modeling on and off. I was still studying then. But when I finished my university, I actually had a job. I was an, an accounts executive for a graphic firm. So I did that for two years, and, but uh, modeling was making me way more money. So then I decided that I was just going to pursue modeling for a couple of years and, and see where that took me. That's when I left Singapore and went to Hong Kong when I was about 24. And I stayed there from 24 till I was about 29. I gave myself about five years in modeling. And um, I must say, I had a, I, it was a really great experience. I met so many people, you know. Um, I made money, my own money, although I had to work very hard. Um, many people think modeling is so easy, but actually that's a misconception. You're sometimes on the set for 18 hours, 24 hours with the same makeup, hair, changing makeup and looks at every outfit. If you've done catalog work, I tell you that is a killer, right? But I had a lot of, I had a good, 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 great time. You know, I partied hard, I worked hard, I earned my own money, I traveled, and um, I saw the world, you know, um, paying my own way. And then I was 29, and that's when, you, that's when you know that, hey, you can't do this for much longer. The models are getting younger, you know, they are like 15, 16, and they're young, and they're beautiful, and you're not like, not like I'm not beautiful or young anymore, but I'm 29, you yeah. know? Time to do something else in my life. So I packed up my bags in Hong Kong. I did it on a whim. I remember it was SARS and there was no work because none of us could go out, right, for fear. Um, so I decided to pack my bags and I came back to Singapore, right? So armed with only my university degree and um, I decided to look for a job. Right? It's time to do something else. Adult. Adult, you know? And although I, 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 I knew that all my peers and my friends would have already been working for many years and would have gotten somewhere in, in their working life, I knew that I would be starting from the bottom. You know, from scratch again, like a fresh graduate. So I applied to join Singapore Airlines. Not as an estuate is, um, but uh, as one of the staff. So my first role was to work with Singapore Station. So I took care of the service centers. If you remember service center at Paragon? Oh yes. Yes, I so I one. took care of that with my boss, of course. Uh, she was also my mentor who really taught me a lot of things and took care of me. So I learned how to do day-to-day -day operations, you know, um, as it, uh, shift work for the shift rosters for my staff, how to do appraisal for staffs, how to serve customers. 
um, and and uh, basically I really had to learn from scratch all these airline terms yep. and you know how to give the best customer service to our PPS because that service center was also for the PPS customers. Mm. Yeah, so I saw <laughs> so I saw a lot of really nice PPS customers, but also a lot of quite challenging ones. But if I you, like her use of words. Huh? But, if of you, words <laughs> but if you learn to manage them well, then they become a good customer. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I believe yeah. that too. So after being at the service center for about three years, um, as you know, as Singapore Airlines has a very good program, they rotate their, they rotate their staff around different, mm. um, to different roles so that they get a more holistic um, approach in learning in mm. SIA. I must say, SIA has taught me a lot. So after my stint at um, the service centres, I moved on to the marketing side. So I was with Singapore Sales Marketing for about two, two years, mm-hmm. right? So we worked with an agency and um, we did a lot of ads and, and, you know, but with an agency, it's very different from now where, where, where you have to do almost everything yourself. But in the old days with the agency, the agency does a lot for you, mm. right? So they come out with like uh, campaigns for you and you, we just had to choose the ones we like, you know, and work with them. So that was quite fun, the marketing. Yeah. All right. And um, so after I finished my stint at Singapore Airlines, it was about five years. That's when I got married. And uh, yeah, I got married when I was about 34. And um, my husband's family business is actually in, in um, jewellery. So we are Canary Diamond and we specialise in diamonds and also precious gemstones. Right? So I left Singapore Airlines and when we got married, I started helping the family out. But at the same time, I also brought in a brand of uh, jewellery from New York or rather the designers from New York called MCL by Matthew Campbell Lorenza. We actually opened a retail outlet for him at ION when ION first opened. So it was a very small, tiny little shop, but beautifully uh, designed. And um, we had that for maybe three years. So after three years, we closed the shop. And, um, and I went back to helping my father-in-law at Canary Diamond um, until I had my first son, all right? And even when I had my first kid in 2011. She had to think. Yeah. Don't remember. (laughs) Sorry, Aiden. Yeah, 2011, I had my first kid. So I had Aiden in 2011. I continued helping out in the family business. It was only when I had my second one, um, he was in 2014. That was when I decided to take maybe a year off work to just focus on being home with them. But that was also the year that I had breast cancer, right? So it was a very tough uh, year for me. But I got over it. I did the breast cancer treatment and it's been six years and um, I'm here, happy and healthy. So, and still working for the family business. And so, Wait, it's a lot to digest, right? Mm. I feel like your life has been, if it was a picture, it would paint a thousand words. Yeah. Right? Like it's been, it's so many things, so many yes. things, so many different type of line of work. Mm. 
So what was it like? Let's go back to the 90s, right? Okay. Back then, there was no social media. Thank God. Right? <laughs> so um, how was it like being living abroad by yourself as a, you know, being a, a talent? Mm. How do you get gigs? Were you assigned to an agency? Okay. Um, of course, it was scary to, to go overseas by yourself. But at I, that at that, well, I was really 24, so not like I was a spring chicken or like 14, 15. Yeah, but I mean, mm. okay, that is in the 90s. Yeah. So in the modern day context, 24 year olds are babies. They're true, still being true, true. coddled. Yeah, true I mean, that, sorry, true don't that. Don't get angry, but you know, <laughs> our babies, I mean, I feel like my daughter, when she's 50, I'm still going to call her a baby. Yeah, they'll always be our babies. Correct. That's the thing, right? So yes, it was quite scary to go overseas by yourself. But um, I was with Calcaries Hong Kong and also Calcaries Singapore. And Calcaries Hong Kong was like my family. They were my bookers, my agents, and they really took care of me from the time I arrived in Hong Kong. They put me, in, um, they put me up in an apartment with other girls. And um, they sent me on castings. You know, they fought for the best prize. Um, and they really took care of me. And I really made good friends while I was in Hong Kong. And the party scene then? The party scene was crazy then, of course. Yeah. Right. Every night there would be something going on. Every weekend there was a big party. I, I, I had a lot Which of fun. Which year was this? Too many years, let me count. 48 minus... Wait, how old are you this year? 48. I'm 48 this year. If you can look like that, this when you're 48, 24, right? As a goal. <laughs> 24 years ago. 1996, I would think. Oh, I was primary six. Sorry. I was there for the handover, uh, handover of Hong Kong. <laughs> so I was there at the big party and all that, right? Yes. So those were the days where um, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then coming back, mm. I think that's the other brilliant thing that I admire about you. I mean, I, ne I never knew your full story like this, but as the person I know you are, this go-getter mentality and not just like, okay, I'm how many X number of years behind my peers yes. in terms of work, life, yes. and blah, blah. What am I gonna do? And like friend, sit there and then grumble yes. and fumble, right? But no, you decided, okay, let yes. me use this degree that I have and then find something. Yes, you know, it Was may it not be the best to... degree, but you know, it will get you through the door. Yeah, you know, if if and you're just willing, just if you're just willing to eat humble pie yeah. and you yeah. know, suck it up and learn from 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 your good bosses or you know, good people that you work with, I think uh, you will grow as a person. Yes. Yeah. So at that time, how did you even go and find a job? Like, how do you choose? As I, how do you land? How um, do you go out into this big open world you did not understand in the corporate world? Yes, and I didn't. Something? I um I had an uncle, okay, who who was living here shortly. He he he's an American anyway. So, but he was working in Singapore. And when I first came back from Hong Kong, I met up with him for a family lunch, and um, I was talking to him, and he was very well connected. So he, he knew this, this, the CEO of um, Singapore Airlines then was his, um, was his uh, friend, good friend from school. So they still keep in contact. So he asked me what I wanted to do and I told him, you know, I didn't mind learning about marketing, you know, business and all that. And so he asked me, why don't you try and apply for a position in Singapore Airlines? So I applied to join Singapore Airlines and um, they emailed me back to say, come in for an aptitude test. So I sat for an aptitude test um, and I passed it, I guess. That's how they place you in the different departments, I guess, based on 
what they how you how you score yeah how you score and what kind of person they think you are from your answers mm. or whatever and then that's that's how it started yeah i admire that don't know what's the adjective for it that mentality where you just never say die yes or just like because i have i know people who just wallow i know you know and you're definitely not one of those people no. which is why i wanted you on the podcast <laughs> today because i find you. it very inspirational oh thank you thank you this is not um praise you know this is what's that word starts with a affirmation <laughs> Sometimes Thank you have you. to dig through the yes, roller yes, yes. decks of like uh, words because you words. know sometimes you just lose them because yes. modern day talking is all OMG and yes. all these like short forms like I know I can't even <laughs> keep up so sometimes you can't find your real words anymore and that's why I wanted you on today so let's fast forward to mm-hmm. today Canary yes um I'm a big fan cannot Thank afford you. Canary yet someday I will but there's also buy Canary. Yes. And what is Buy Canary? Buy Canary is our sister brand. We 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 established it last uh, September. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's it's a younger line, a more affordable line of fine jewelry, uh, still made in eighteen karat gold. And uh, we also want to create a platform where we can collaborate with other women, you know, to design lines of jewelry for other women. Right, so this platform would be very powerful, I think, to inspire women through them. Yeah, yeah. And this is by Canary. Yes. And I like it because it's dingly dangly, and I never have earrings <laughs> like that. And they're very pretty. Yeah, they look very cute on you. <laughs> Thank you very much. By Canary is such a by by Canary. It's by Canary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, and then fast forward again yes. to how I met her, which is through momming, I suppose. Actually, it was through the podcast. One of the podcasts I did with Charlene yes. was also a breast cancer, who is the was Choi, who yes. is a breast cancer survivor. She's also a fighter. I mean, I don't want to talk so much about the yes. breast cancer that you went through. Yes, yes. Just that she survived it and yes. they both did. Mm-hmm. So she reached out, Mei had reached out to me through socials, say, hey, you know what, this was happened to me, blah, blah, blah. And that's how we actually reconnected because before we we're just acquaintances. Yes, acquaintances. And I guess you see um, through emotional trauma I think it actually brings people together mm. if you're raw enough to talk about it, if you show your vulnerability other people who have been through stuff can feel that and then you can connect yes I feel so and then I found out she lives down the road I found out she has a son same age as my daughter which is mm. great because sometimes I just throw my daughter at her house <laughs> and I go out and do and and every time I bring my child there or when she's there me finds all these very organic like creative things to do with the kids that always leaves me like, wow, how does she find the time, energy to do all this? Or even the ideas that she comes up with. She brings the, her kids uh, cycling to Tanjabaga, the Green Corridor. Or she brings yes. her kids skating at the Zhuang um, Dinosaur Park. Yes. <laughs> or, you know, suddenly they're like on a sailboat somewhere, <laughs> learning how to sail. And when Ara goes over, she's hand making with the t-shirt that you did. T-shirt, we do T-shirt design. So you draw yeah. the T-shirt, and then she'll make it into a print, yes. then they iron it on, and they make pizza together. So every time Ara goes there, she comes back. She never wants to leave. She gets a, a throws a tantrum when she has to come home, Aww. and she obviously connects very well with Kinley, her yes. second. Yes. And they are very, they are very different, but they're very similar at the same time. Yes. They have this both this energy that feeds off each other, and it's really cute because they text each other. Correct. And we go through their text, and it's super funny because super how funny. Kids talk. Yeah. We're using WhatsApp. <laughs> and all they could before they before primary one they already were friends. They would just spam emojis. Correct. 
when he I check my, sometimes I check my phone like, oh my god, this aura, wow, <laughs> ten emojis, and then I give it to Kindly, and it comes out, wow, another, another string of emojis, funny. and then they record some message correct, like, correct. hello, how are you today, yeah. and then they send yeah. it. And then, and then Kinley sings, <laughs> he goes for singing classes yes, as well. He'll he sing to Ara. And yeah. then when she, she gets it, she gets all coy. It's uh, really, really cute. Like they have their own, truly their own friendship in a correct. day where I think in our time we would never have it because we don't have these kind of, this technology to yeah. build that kind of friendship. Correct. And neither did we have play dates. No, we never did. I never did. I, never I, did. I would play maybe I would play neighborhood. Yeah. Yes. The neighbor kids, my upstairs, downstairs. But not like the yeah. parents actually no. create a day. No. There are very few moms that I trust with my child because I don't want tiger moms. I don't want like, you know, like claws in like, oh, if Ara falls down, she cries, like make a big deal out of it. Mm. And me is totally not like that as well. Yes, right? because I have boys. It's not just boys. I feel like let children be children. They're yes, let fall. children They're be children. Yes, correct. They're to learn. They will mm -hmm. throw their tantrums. Mm -hmm. But it's how you manage them by ignoring them yes. at the right times. Correct. And giving them attention at yes. the right times. So in that way, she mothers. I really, I like how she mothers. And so I, I really trust Ara with her. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I can put her there for one week. I wouldn't <laughs> feel like that would be, I feel like she'll come back a better person if anything. So it leads me to my next point. Like, mm. how do you come up with these ideas? of like what to do with the kids because sometimes even for me like, I would like to think I'm quite creative with you are very creative but I can somewhere else like okay stumped, what I right? do yeah stumped, go online stumped. I go online I see what other mothers are doing how do you search I search, for other moms, um, I, I search on Pinterest Pinterest you can get a lot like you know what to what do is the, the what to do you... on a rainy day ah, what okay. to do indoors you yeah. know what kind of painting can they do mm. and not make a lot of mess that's the bottom part because you're the key yes so my husband, my husband is actually quite a tiger daddy. So he doesn't like the children or any playdates who come to be on the iPad all the time or mm. on a gadget all the time. He gets angry when he sees that and he says, you know, if you guys are going to come here just to play iPad, then better just go home. You can play your, you own, can play your own iPad. So that's why when kids come over for a playdate, we, of course, we give them a bit of gadget time here and there, you know, play some games on TV and stuff. But other than that, we have to do stuff with them. That's my husband's uh, requirement. You know, take them downstairs, jump in the pool, you know, mm. uh, come up, do some drawing, some art and craft, do some car racing, you know. Mm. Um, car racing? Like those little cars, oh, you know, right, they, they, they can put the kids in a car and go racing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then... And then they can play with um, Play-Doh, you know, when they're younger, mm. you know. When they're younger, I find there's a lot more option. Yes. It's when they get older. Because now they get bored They get ideas. bored. Like my older kid, like he's 10, right? If I ask him to build Lego again, he will get really upset, correct? So I tell him, go do a sport. Take your friend downstairs, bring the table tennis bats. Go down, hit some balls, yeah. jump in the pool, take the football, go to the tennis courts. Yeah. So I try to push them outside for a while yeah before giving them that gadget then mm. at least i feel like they're calmer when they come back yeah rather yeah. than they're they so have to expense the energy yeah they have to expense their energy yeah. for kids i mean yeah. girls or boys they have a lot of pent-up energy yes yes right so once they once they have done an activity and they have they have perspired you know they have worked out a bit i find they are much calmer when they come back and then they can have a, have a bit like of dogs um, Yes, and then they can have their boxes. gadgets yeah. and their games for a while. And yeah. I'm okay, like watch a movie, sing songs, It's a very nice whatever. TV room, very, very cozy when I say yeah. nice, not, but, not, not atas. Yeah, we cozy. built that specially so that well, you can lock the kids in there and close the door <laughs> and not hear it. When she say lock, she doesn't actually mean she locks. No, like, I don't lock, just I just close yeah, the, the door, 
and then they can have their you know their space mm. and we can have Ara our space that. in our living room yeah yeah i don't like toys like littered all over the house mm. i like it in one place and mm. that should be the playroom and then the other thing also is um how do you manage time ah time i feel like there's a lot of a thing yes. that a lot of moms working moms face um, but I feel like from what I see from your socials and also how I know what I know of you, your time management is ace to me. Well, I'm very lucky. I work for the family. So, and not that I want to touch on the cancer or whatever, but after my cancer treatment was done and everything, I told my father-in-law that I only wanted to commit to half a day's work. Mm. You know, like, so I work from maybe 10 to about 2, 2.30. And then I leave the office that's, and then in the afternoon, I spend time with the children. Mm. So my mornings, from when I wake up at about 6, um, most days I don't go back to sleep. Most days I do my morning routine. I stretch, I yoga, I meditate, I work out, and then I go to the office. So I would have spent some time by myself, which I think is very precious. Oh, yes. You know, that the, me the time. time. The me time, Correct. Yeah. I, I can be used yeah. to do anything. So yes, this is anything. Nothing. So a lot of people say, I don't have enough time, right? Then mm, wake up a bit you got to make time. Correct. correct. Just you, wake up that tad bit earlier. Maybe 30 minutes from your correct. schedule or something. And for me, I'm already awake at 6. Because I wake up for the boys. I see them through their breakfast. And I walk them down to the bus. Me and my husband take turns. So we walk, I walk them to the bus and say goodbye. And then I come back up. By then, I'm fully awake. Yeah. It's very hard to go back to sleep. Mm. So then I might as well start my day. Which yeah. is what I do. So a bit of me time, go to mm. work, come back, boys Come back, time. then I take care of the boys. I do homework with them. You know, I drive them to their sports. My mm. boys are very sporty, especially my older one. So yes, he trains yes. He trains every tennis. day for tennis, whether it's downstairs or with the coach. So I have to make sure that he gets there on time and, you know. Um, the mom life. Yeah, the mom life, you know. And if I have time in the evening, then sometimes I cook. If not, my helper does a great job. Mm. And my mom is there. Uh, Mondays to Fridays as well, so she helps so with the cooking. So it takes a village. It really it takes, takes a, village. a village to raise children. I was recently yeah. asked on my IG as well, mm. which I did not respond to. Like they were asking about how do you raise Ara? Do you get help and all? Very mm. thankfully, we live in Southeast Asia, Singapore, yes. where you can afford to hire live-in help. Yes, live-in help. Um, and it's very very important like my helper is very i'm very lucky i mm. trust her with my life and my daughters so then it makes your life easier correct very helpful very very helpful Wait, i have to get back to my notes Give me a and we're back um the canon can only shoot 30 minutes at a time i don't know why they should try and change that to like whatever you write in now <laughs> yes i should write in okay so we're back and um i guess to wrap it all up mm. um how do you stay fit and keep up the energy that you need for your kids? Because obviously you said, like you said, you're 47. 48. 48. <laughs> and a lot of people will say, like, I'm tired. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm tired I'm too. I'm pain, on their mm. pain. Like, you know. mm. um, like I say, it's back to your mindset, really. If you tell yourself that you're going to be this person who exercises every day, who eats well, wellish well every enough. day, well enough every day, and you wake up every day, thinking this is what I am, mm. you know, you will achieve it. I wake up with aches and pains as well. But some days when I'm aching and I think, oh, should I be lazy and not work out? And then I tell myself, 
yeah, my legs are pain, but my arm is not pain. Mm. So let's do some arm workout, mm. you know, just mm. to balance the body out. Yeah. So I start making excuses for myself yes. when I cannot get a workout in. Is yes. it my fault? Oh, I'm lazy. Yeah. You know, my kids are busy. But no, when the kids finish their work, they are watching telly. So mm. that's also even thirty minutes, twenty yeah, minutes. That's also the window that I get to do something for myself. Mm. So maybe just a little walk downstairs, yes, yes. a hike. Jason, you know, that. walk around the garden downstairs, my estate, you know, or do some stretching. Yeah, sun salutations, do a few sets. Just simple and things. Yes. You don't have to go to a studio. You don't Correct. Because people tell me, oh, you know, Steph, you can work out every day because you have space, right? You have space. Mm. You have you make space. the money to go and join the gym memberships. But no, you can go on YouTube and there are a lot Correct. of free classes as well. Correct. A lot of free yoga classes. Yeah. A lot of free hit classes. Yeah. All you need is dumbbells of like maybe two kilo, four kilo, Even if six you don't, kilos. You can get water yes. like water this bottles. or whatever. Correct. So don't give yourself an excuse, I think, yeah. Yeah. to not take care of yourself. Yes. Because when you do that, that's when you get sick. Yes. You know? It's the discipline. Yeah, it's the discipline. Of the mind. And the mind is such a powerful tool. Yes. Right? If you set it and you tell yourself this is what you're going to be and you see it through, you will be that person. Amazing. Great advice. Any mom, last, last one, any mom tips? Mom tips, sir. Ah, I, I only ask this because you, I, I, I really look up to you. Like, you're the mom that I aspire to be. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, you don't see me screaming at them. <laughs> no, but I mean, no. That's the other thing, right? People just see socials and then yeah. they see, like, oh, you know, Ara is this great kid. Mm. She's this and that. Ara throws crazy tantrums. You know, she's yeah. like princess fits and stuff. I mean, I hey. believe every kid has. Every that. kid too. My Kinley as well. You know, when Ara told her, told him that, hey, your drawing is not as nice as mine. He came down the stairs wailing and crying and I asked him, why? You know, it's just, she's just... They're both yeah, they're you know, quite competitive. They're quite competitive. But he has to learn to deal with it. Yes, because I believe so. Because one day you go out to the workforce, somebody's going to say something like that yeah. to you. Yeah. And how are you going to take it? Cry and wail and scream? No, yeah. you're going to say, oh, it doesn't matter. I do what I want. Yeah, I do right? the best I can. I do the best I can. I do what I want and I'm happy with my result. Correct. Yeah, that's more that's, important. Yeah, that's more important. Yeah. All right. That's it. Um, I think mom tips. Uh, I think for me, it'll be good moms don't usually think they're great moms. That's why it's very hard for her to give you the tips. It's easier no. if I pull it out for you <laughs> from her. I think um, for me, it has to do with the Chinese language. Chinese is not very easy for a lot of kids no. because first thing, if you come from an English-speaking family, mm. then you barely use Mandarin. Mm. And when you try, the child laughs at you because you also sound funny or you <laughs> cannot read the words, Yeah. right? But um, I try, I really try my best. Mm. I tried my best with my older one when he was younger. Mm. I would help him through his spelling, you know, things here every week. Um, I would try to read with him. I try to encourage it, you know, and tell him why this language is important to him. You know, not just, ah, don't care lah, you know, fail, fail lah, mm. you know, whatever, fail, fail. For me, is I told him, you just have to pass it. And it's an important language because China is a, a superpower. You know, one day, you may want to go there and work. Mm. And if you don't even speak Chinese or read or write, then it's very hard to get your foot in the door. Correct. I actually faced the same thing, Ara, because she mm. asked me, she said, 
but everybody can speak English. Yes, know? they can. Like, you know, like things Correct. like that. And and I said, and she said, I'm half Korean, but I don't even speak Korean anyways. You know, things mm, like that. And mm, I said, well, mm. you don't live in Korea, unfortunately. Correct, correct. Um, but you do live here. And yes. I bring her to work with me to mm. see that when I speak to customers or even when I speak to contractors mm. or or whoever, my yes. suppliers, yes. Mandarin is a very useful tool. Very useful tool, correct. Because and not everybody can speak good English. Yes. And sometimes correct. you need to speak Mandarin so that they understand you, you better. Yeah. Correct, you bridge a gap. And then you make your job easier. Correct. Yeah. So my expectation for them for Mandarin is very low. Just don't fail. Yeah. That's all. Things here, 10 words. We learn our 10 words, but I, he usually only gets five, correct? Better than nothing. <laughs> right. Better than nothing, right? So for me, that is a win if you can just get 5.10. Then at least I know he absorbed something. So I think what tip here is also yes. to be proactive with their studies, yes. to learn along with them, Correct. to guide them. To learn not along to be with them. Crazy tiger, like if you feel yes, you know, yes, you're, yes. you're not Correct. really what would yeah, yeah, no, no. But to teach them that these tools or skills that school is teaching mm. you are actually life lessons. Correct. A life lessons. Foundation Foundations in life. In life. Yeah. You cannot just brush it off and say, don't care lah, yeah. you know, feel feel lah, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, so that's my tip. Just Thanks. try just try your best with the child and the child will reciprocate. But do try your best. Yes. Uh, people also ask me like, how come Ara speaks so well? How do you mm. do that? I was like, well, do you speak to your child? They're Correct. like, huh? how do, do I talk to my child? Do you speak well to your child? How do, I, how do I communicate? What do you mean? How do I talk to your child? Like, no, right? So if you don't even put it out there, you don't even try to talk to your child, you mm. don't educate them about mm. things, they won't know anything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's my tip. Very good tip. Tip upon tip upon tip. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you, May, for your time today. Oh, uh, thank you for having me on Arch Conversations. That I had was, a good time too. That was very wholesome. That was a very wholesome oh, podcast. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. It was a great it's a great starting to the 3.0. Oh, thank you so much. No, thank you. <laughs> Lucky you're my neighbor. <laughs> she got up at six, you know, she got up, she got ready for us at eight. Eight. We started this at nine. She looks mm. amazing at nine AM. Oh, thank Can't you. Can't speak for the rest of us. <laughs> All right, thanks, me. Okay, thank you. Bye.